You are listening to Constructing Practice, a podcast from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dina Malandraus. Thank you for listening. I'm Juan Herreros, professor at Columbia GSAP and principal of Studio Herreros in Madrid. In recent years, we have witnessed a series of changes that redefine the traditional practice and lay the foundation of new types of architectural offices. On November 17, 2017, we hosted the symposium Constructing Practice at Columbia GSAP in New York City. This podcast series includes the 15 firms who participated in the symposium and expands the conversation to include many others to tell us how they do what they do. Today we hear from Fumika Shimura of Terrain Architects in Tokyo, Japan. Both of us were born, raised and educated in Japan. We met when we were master's students on the survey trip to China for the measurement survey of the famous Hakka housings. It was representing cultural context and people's lives directory. We both found ourselves being excited and being curious to know architecture without architects. I left Japan in 2006 after my graduation, and I spent one year in Ireland, traveled many places in Europe and some in Africa, and came back to Japan to work as an assistant at the university. My partner, Iko, left Japan during his studies and living in Uganda for one year and in Mali for one year, and came back to Japan to finish his master course. 2010 was a pivotal year for us. A Japanese woman had an idea to build a small library in a remote village in Indonesia, and she had an interest in our unusual experience abroad, then asked us to design and supervise its constructions. So this is the beginning of our practice as a team, then established our firm in 2011. We don't have strong inference from particular architects or particular teachers. But in our generation, in Japanese, we had a strong influence by Sana. And we also had an influence from them, their sophisticated architecture, to explore new architecture. But on the other hand, we found ourselves to be curious to know the lively and powerful, had a strong contrast architecture, which were representing cultural contexts, like we went to China and to see them in China. So I think that's one reason we traveled a lot, not to see famous architecture designed by super famous architects, but to see the usual or normal architecture, to see the people's lives. I think our profession is the architects. It's naturally work for different contexts. So we have some projects in Japan but on this tiny island, there are a lot of different contexts. So culturally different and climatically different. We all speak Japanese, but we can't understand what they're talking about sometimes because of the strong dialect. So it may be or may not because we have some experiences of Lord. So we try to be sensitive for that kind of different contexts to see what is essential things which can be translated into architectural design. When we talk about the demand on architects, before a project in Indonesia, we thought demand on architects was strong on designing phase. So after handing in drawings to contractors, architects didn't need to be there so much, we thought. 
But in reality, architects should be there on site, especially after construction started, in order to transfer the essence of the design using sketches or physical models or languages. So we try to speak local language to communicate with local builders. So it is because that there are a lot of constraints. So we need to grasp the situation. So it's important for us architects to be on site to adjust or sometimes change the details without losing the essence of the design. Honestly, it's not easy to put our effort or time or enthusiasm on each project, but we are enjoying it because I think this is the benefit of the small firm. So we think designs happen on site. And I remember my architect friend once quoted, be present. So that is a great advice for us. We have some projects in Uganda and some in Japan. Actually, the number of projects in Uganda is increasing recently. It may be because many foreigners came to East Africa, not only for educational care or medical care, but for business. So we were asked to design commercial facilities and private houses. It varies in scale or program. And um, because we started our practice from a very small library, which was less than 70 square meters, we are happy to accept bigger projects. But we don't much care about the scales. No matter how big it is, we don't want to lose our sensitivities towards uh, small scale spaces for one person or a small group. And also we want to put our time and energy into local works. So even though it's valleys in places, some in Japan, but some in Uganda, but we want to treat them equally. But I have to say, on the other hand, it's important for us to slow down and to see the genuine valleys. I mean, to keep the proper distance from the site in order to have the kind of the critical views. So this view is of foreign architects. So we can find the essential things amongst usual local elements. So those elements are usually the local people take them for granted. We want to keep the good balance of being local and also having a distance from the site. So that's the reason why one of us stays on site and one of us stays in Tokyo. So this is the way we operate our firm at this moment. This podcast was produced by Columbia GSAP. You may also be interested in the GSAP Conversations podcast series available on iTunes. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.